0: Hey y'all, welcome to Reading with Rach. I'm your host, Rachel Hill. Thanks for joining with me today. We've got episode six, The Plum Pudding Murder by Joanna Fluke. So this is actually a bonus episode. It's not coming on your typical Monday because I wanted to get this out for y'all so that you could read it before Christmas or during Christmas. I think it's a perfect book for that. My Rach rating for this book on a scale of one thumb up to five thumbs up is four thumbs up. So not so shabby. Now, at the end of every episode, I'll be giving you my cleanliness score. The grading scale for this score is just like school peeps. A means fabuloso and F means epic fail, and then there's BCD in between. Now, everyone has their own personal comfort level, and this is mine, so it's okay if your comfort level and my comfort level don't jive. We can still be friends. Now, let's get into the book, Plum-Pudding Murder. Um, oh, first, I got to give a shout out to my friend Liz Wilson. She and her book club in Osage Beach, they read this book and she recommended it to me. So thanks, Liz. <laughs> um, I really like getting recommendations from friends because then I know that it's it's a good book. So I trust Liz's taste in books. All right. What is this book about? So this book is, uh, the genre is cozy mystery. This book is a Hannon or sorry Hannah Swenson Mystery. There are 25 books in this so far in the series. And all of them have titles with a type of food plus the word murder. So, give you some examples. There's chocolate chip cookie murder, strawberry shortcake murder, blueberry muffin murder, etc., etc. This one is number twelve in the series. So, the fir- the series first was um, she first started writing the series in two thousand, and then plum pudding murder was published in two thousand nine. So, it's been ten years already. All righty. So all these books have the main character of Hannah Swenson, who is a baker that owns a bakery called The Cookie Jar, and they are set in Minnesota. And this book is set during Christmas time, so it's perfect. Hannah finds the man dead in his office who owns the crazy elf Christmas tree lot, and she's got to figure it out. It's a it. So she is a baker by day and a detective by night. What I liked about this book, it was definitely cozy. That is a good word for it. That's why they call it Cozy Mystery. It's set in the cold Minnesota where it's frigid and snowy, but it feels really warm. You know, there's a lot of talk about the yummy foods, of course, and the people are bundled up and there's snow outside. It's just, it's a perfect, uh, it gives a perfect flavor for the season and, you know, set during Christmas time. So perfect time of year to read it. I also liked that there are yummy recipes we've throughout the book. And uh, according to Wikipedia, the idea for this series came out of Fluke's desire to create a cookbook. And her editor's suggestion that she write a cozy mystery series. So Fluke combined the two ideas by including recipes in the series. And it definitely feels uh, like a cookbook in a lot of ways. I mean, it does have the recipes, but it also feels like... You are reading, I mean, she talks about throughout the chapters, you know, she, she describes the characters cooking these things, not just like she stuck cookies in the oven. Sometimes she does say that, but she'll go into a little more detail. So it feels very cookbooky. I also liked that it was squeaky clean. It feels like, uh, as I was reading it, I had the thought, this feels like a Hallmark movie, and which is funny because I said in a previous episode of my podcast that I did not like those type of books. But because this has uh, the murder mystery surrounding it, it didn't feel... I felt like the cheesiness was kind of cut through by the murder. So I felt like it, it kind of evened things out. And actually... Um this book was or this series was made into five movies on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel called and the, the series of movies is called Murder She Baked. So I thought that was cute. So if you're wondering if this feels kind of like a Hallmark type book, then yes, you would be right. Now what I did not like about this book, um and I should say I should have said this at the beginning of the of the uh, episode. I've not read any other of her books, so it was a little confusing um, jumping into number twelve. I think didn't I say number twelve? Yes, number twelve. Um, but it was still doable. It's definitely doable. You don't have to start from the beginning with this with this series. But um, so what I did not like about this book. It felt like it was written for an older demographic, which um, so I'm in my 30s, and it doesn't bother me to read books you know cater to other demographics. But <clears throat> it was a little off putting because even though the main character um, at the beginning of the series is a woman in her late 20s, Hannah is supposed to be in her late 20s. Now the But I felt that she felt a lot older in this book. The author was born around 1943. So she's about 76 years old. And she started writing these books in 2000. So she was about 56 when she first started writing them. And the character felt like to me in <clears throat> this book that she was in her late 40s. So definitely not in her 20s or I guess by the by the time I don't know what the timeline is really for you know if it's a year per book uh, for her age, I'm not I'm not sure how it goes, but she did not feel like she was in her 20s and 30s. She felt late 40s or early 50s. So and I'm totally fine reading books about people of different age groups, but the personality of this character did not seem to fit the age. So, that's one thing I did not like. Um, There's also a big chase scene in the book that I'm not going to give too much info. I don't want to spoil it. But it was wrapped up a little too perfect. It never explained how it got wrapped up. This person just kind of shows up out of the blue. And then you don't... It doesn't explain why this person happened to be in that situation to help Hannah. So, that bugged me. I just... With mysteries, it's... It's a fine line like you gotta you gotta make sure to explain everything and and even sometimes even when you do explain something in the book, you it still seems a little too perfect. but <laughs> the author did not even try to explain why this person showed up. so that bothered me. but that's really the only two things that I did not like about the book. Um, you know, it did feel very uh, cheesy in some parts, but that's exactly what I want during this Christmas season. I think it's fun. I like the Hallmark Christmas movies. I think they're fun. It's just nice and cozy. So we're going to skip the quotable quotes today because it's a cute book, but there are no earth-shattering quotes. So we're just going to skip that section today. Cleanliness score. So like I said, this book is squeaky clean. The language is an A. Sex is an A. Violence is an A. Even though... It's a murder. I mean, it is pretty darn clean <laughs> um, with the descriptions. Drugs and alcohol, B as and boy, drinking in the book, but no drug usage. So that's all for today. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at sugarplumbooks. And let me know if you've read these books. Now remember, in the words of Holbrook Jackson, never put off till tomorrow the book you can read today. Thanks, y'all. Now go stick your nose in a book.